Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. Uh, international break is almost over and it's time to think about FPL again. Uh, here we will discuss the best options for the captaincy for game week eight. My name is Joe and joining me each week this season to discuss the best armband candidates is Fantasy Football Scout Deputy Editor Tom Freeman. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, I've um, enjoyed the break. Um, played my wildcard prior to game week seven so there's been limited tinkering but yes yes been a a good few days off yeah definitely and before we crack on with some of the best candidates understand um you have uh something to say about fan team yeah so there's the uh, the game week eight weekly monster um which is due to launch anytime now i think that's the we've spoken about it before it's the one game week tournament it's essentially a free hit style squad loads of good prizes on offer there they've also got the Premier League and the Champions League games uh, running. So, uh, yeah, well worth a look. Right, yeah. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a picture and some stats up of um, the person I am captaining this week. And um, and I've got a question here for you. Should we just captain him every week and just not bother <laughs> doing this show anymore and just say, well, we'll just do a very short show that says Salah <laughs> and that's it. So, Salah. It's against Watford. Um, got some stats up on the screen as well. These are for all the season. Um, whatever metric you want in terms of attack, he's top of it. Big chances, he's top. Shots inside the box, he's top. Shots on target, he's top. Expected goal involvement, he's top. <laughs> he's top of everything. Um, and I haven't captained him. And it's cost me about 20 or 30 points the weeks I haven't captained him. And I should have just captained him every single week. Um Salah for the captain against Watford. Yeah, I mean it feels like um it feels like a bit of a no-brainer, doesn't it, this week? I mean, I'm the same as you, Joe. I think I've deviated it from uh, from the past couple of weeks. I, I went with um I went with Ronaldo, I think, against Villa and then Lukaku last week, and uh yeah, it didn't pay off. I mean, I'm not one of these ones who would say he's an auto pick every mm. week. I think I think next week when we have this chat, you know, Salah will be going to Old Trafford and uh, Lukaku will be at home to Norwich. So, 
you know, I'm not quite in that salary every week camp, but it's that it's that consistency which is just so appealing, isn't it? I mean, yeah, six, six goals, four assists. I think he's averaging ten points per match so far this season. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, it, it, it's it's the safest pair of hands that, yeah. that possibly is. T- tough, um, toughest fixture. That's got to be against Man City. It just yeah, eases out yeah. thirteen points as if it was nothing. Exactly, and it was just electric. And um, even against Chelsea, you know, earlier on in the season. It was a penalty, but he still returned double figures in that. I think it was 10 points as well. And just Liverpool's attack at the moment. I mean, I think it's 22 goals in their last seven matches Mm. in all competitions. Um, They seem to have taken it up a level. Um, They're averaging just under 20 shots per game um, during that time as well. And it just feels that when you've got a team playing that well in attack, you add Salah into that as well. And it's just... uh, it's just been amazing. I mean, we, we, we should talk about Watford. Yeah. Um, a little bit, you know, new manager bounce, perhaps, with Ranieri um, coming in. But we, we should say that he will have had limited time working with the team because of the international break. I think um, I think Watford have had 10 players away with, interna- with, with their respective international teams. So how much time is he going to have time to, to drill them? Um before the game at the weekend. I know Saar's been away and a couple of other important players like True Stickong and Kucha. Um, so, yeah, I think um, Salah feels like a, quite a nice week for FPL managers because mm. it feels that obvious. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, just before we have a look at the, the latest of the uh, whipping boys, uh, those uh, defences to targets, is, so we can see where Watford are on that. Just want to welcome um, those that are joining us in the chat so far. The early birds are include John, Border Gems, Fast Leggan, Gary, uh, Colm and Mac. Welcome all. Um, just just 12 likes, but around 100 of you have joined us early on. So that means 90 of you, of you hate us. And But it doesn't matter. Just press the like button anyway. So um, that's fine. <laughs> there we go. There's a few of us shooting up there, shooting up there, smashing that like button. Um, so let's have a look at those whipping boys. Just see where Watford are and see what some of the other defences are that some of the other candidates will mention are. So um, this is the last four weeks. I've expected, I've, uh, I've rather, I've sorted this by expected goals conceded. Um, we've also got the, the actual goals conceded and big chances and clean sheets in there as well. So is it Norwich still there? Still the defence to target. Um, Tottenham actually have been there for quite some time and uh, still a defence to target. Leeds as well. Um, but I, th- I think with Leeds, um, with Tottenham rather, they can consider themselves slightly unfortunate to have conceded 10, but they should have conceded eight. So um, not to any great shakes. But it's Watford we're looking at there. They've conceded 10 big chances. In terms of expected goals conceded, um, it's just over six. And they've conceded uh, just five goals. So they've been lucky not to concede more. So yeah, the, odd, the odds are, are, are stacked really for Salah to do well. If he can do um, do what he did against Man City... Watford surely um, a, a good bet there so is anything else spring to mind before we move on to some of the other uh, other stats but anything else spring to mind in terms of expected goals conceded or rather the sort of defences we should be targeting for the captaincy yeah I suppose going back to Watford I mean we ran a piece on Ranieri on Scout last week um, and we looked at the kind of the, the defensive numbers under Munoz mm. um, so far from game weeks one to seven and they come out mid-table in a lot of metrics mm. But I think the problem for Watford is they don't commit many bodies forward. So it's that balance which Ranieri's 
got to get right. He's got to try and re retain some defensive stability, but then they've got to offer more because they've been terrible going forward this year. Yeah. Um, I think if you take out the, the Norwich game that Watford have played, I think they've had two big chances across the, every other game combined. So that's the challenge um, for them now. Um, but I don't have any qualms with with captaining Salah this week that, against Watford. I, I don't think it's a, you know it's the obvious choice, isn't it? And it'll be massively backed. Yeah. Um, um, let's have a look at expected goal involvement uh, per minutes so far. And this is uh, this is not so far. It's last four game weeks. So this is sort of so we've already seen where Salah is uh, across the season. Um, so let's have a look at expected goal involvement uh, last four. Um, to give us a bit, oh, guess what? Salah's top again. So there we go. Um, but it's Ronaldo who is second. He's still, you know, so he may not have been getting those scores, but he has been posting the stats in the last four game weeks. So uh, we've got 14 shots inside the box uh, there. And his uh, expected uh, minutes per expected, sorry, minutes per expected goal involvement. He's, he's, he's getting there. He's on a part, it's basically Salah and Ronaldo in a sort of a league of their own. Then there's Werner. From Chelsea. Yeah. Now I know he's he's going to crop up. He's going to be on your differential list, isn't he? This week, Fancy <laughs> I won't lie. Guy. He is he is on the initial list. <laughs> there we go. Um, I thought he would be because because he's yeah. yeah. I mean, we've all got reservations about Werner and his finishing ability last year, anyway. But mm. um, we always had a feeling that he might come back on the radar at some point, and I think he scored a couple for Germany, didn't he, yeah. midweek? So um, or over the weekend, sorry. So. Um, yeah, yeah, perhaps uh, one mm. for those differential hunters yeah. out there. Yeah, um, could uh, Luke, be worth a look. Lukaku's not on this list. He's just not in, amongst no. those top players. So you've got the no. likes of Mane, Zaha, Crystal Palace, who I, I think is a good a, a differential from the template. I would say I think he's he's been yeah. marginally popular yeah. amongst most managers though. So rather mm. rather sort of the general crowd. Uh, Jota is there. Pepe, if he could ever get a start, he could be That's a nice diff. Is he on your differential yeah. list as well? Again? <laughs> well, it, well, it's it's that uncertainty around stars, yeah. which is you've got to be really careful when you're tipping those players on a Friday. Yeah. You've got to be pretty sure they're going to yeah. start. You know, the last last thing I need is tipping yeah. a player and he doesn't yeah. turn up. But um, yeah, again, that's all it would take is one injury at Arsenal okay. across that kind of attacking midfield line, and he could he could become an option then. Then you've got the Brentford lads. You've got yeah. Vardy. Vardy, we all ignore him, and there he is. So the last yeah. four, he's had four. Four shots on target, four goals. That's yeah. that's not that's that's typical Vardy. That's not something you'd look at and go, it's unsustainable. That's just what he does. Uh, you got Hoang at Wolves and Antonio. Antonio is still there. Maybe maybe he hasn't been getting the big scores, but he's still a good option there. So mm. plenty plenty of good options there. Um, but it's it's Man City. I'm quite interested in for the Maverick captain. So if you don't want to captain Salah. Yeah. It's Man City, I like, because they've played Burnley. And those with a short memory or a long memory will remember every time Man City played Burnley at home, they absolutely hammer them. In fact, I believe it's been 5-0 the last two two times they played them uh, at home. It's, it, it's been 5-0 in the last four times they've them at home in all competitions. Whoa. And, which and, I had to check this morning because I didn't believe yeah. it when I read it. Uh, um, Mar now, Mares has had five goals in this fixture in the last two games. Foden, yeah. Torres, lots of them have done well. Man City, okay, you're a Maverick manager. You want to put the armband somewhere. It's it's very likely the B team will play. 
Look at this. Look at these Mares stats. This, this is unbelievable. This is minutes per expected goal involvement all season. Mares is is in a league of his own. Every sixty three minutes, he's expected to be involved in a goal. The next nearest is Sterling, with one hundred and twenty nine minutes. So this is a big. This is a big leap. And then you've got the likes of Torres, Jesus. Gundogan, Foden, Grealish, De Bruyne, all of these players in the mix. But if you were to captain a Man City player against Burnley, who they hammer 5-0, that's just what they do, who would you captain? I would have to say De Bruyne, just Ooh. because he feels like just because he feels like the nailed option there at mm. the moment. Now, I think De Bruyne feels a bit like what we've spoken about with Mane in the past, that he's, a quite, mm. he's got a problematic price tag and it, it's very difficult to, to work him in. No penalties is a bit of a blow. Yeah. Um, I think his finishing was below par last season, but mm-hmm. that doesn't worry too, me too much. But what a differential. I mean, I think he's owned by 2% at the moment, yeah. which is just crazy um, for a player of his quality. That would be where I would look. Mares. If we knew we would get 70, 75 minutes, of course I would say mm. go for it. But it's that uncertainty around him starting. Um, so where we're at with City on the right is Jesus has started the last six yeah. in that position, which Mares normally occupies. Um, Jesus is going to be back late, we believe, from Brazil international duty. They play on Friday, the game yeah. is on Saturday. So that immediately makes you think, oh, hello. Mares could start here, but we can't forget Torres can operate there. Um, you've also got Sterling, who's going to be pushing mm. for a start. He hasn't been playing as much on the right, but he's a player that could play there. You've got Foden, you've got Grealish. Mm. It feels like it, it feels so hard to, to actually decipher who is going to be in line to start that one, and and that puts me off a little bit. Yeah. Um, the De Bruyne thing, um, Burnley have conceded quite a few set play attempts this season. They have conceded quite a few headed attempts from set plays. So that kind of, you know, his assist potential is there for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what you think, Joe, but just those wide players, it just feels like such a lottery. Basically, yeah. I mean, it's, it's when, you, when you see the team sheet for City against Burnley in this fixture, who... <laughs> If you own any of that front three or De Bruyne yeah. behind them feeding them, so if you own, if it's sake of argument, Torres, Grealish and Mares, or Foden, you know, whatever. So if, if you own any of them, just basically turn the TV or radio off, just crack open the champagne, just forget <laughs> about the day, just get absolutely yeah. hammered. You are going to be massively in the points. Um, and that's it. That's all, all you need to do. But as you said, <laughs> which one starts? And yeah, I mean, yeah, owning feels okay taking that punt on the player. But when you put the when you're going against yeah. Salah already, yeah. and you don't even know if this player will start, that feels risky as hell. Yeah. That's a game week thirty-seven or thirty-eight yeah. possible well, move that you might you, go for. You, but you, now, you and I aren't those types of managers. But we have we're no. a broad church here. Um, and we've yeah, got to yeah. cater for all sorts of listeners and viewers. We, um, yeah. we would be going Salah, but if you want to get steal a march on everyone, if you wanna, if you wanna really go for it, KDB, Mares, Torres, even Foden, mm. these, whoever is going to start is going to do well. 
I mean, I can almost yeah. I can almost guarantee that. <laughs> yeah, no, well, it does feel like that way. Every, everything points towards it. Yeah. I mean, I like Foden. If you're on a wild card this mm-hmm. week, I do like it, but it's but it's risky. We can't guarantee no. that he's going to start two of the next three, which is when you want the City players for. Um, but that's that's part of the risk that you take mm-hmm. with them. And we should also mention that City play Club Bruges on Tuesday in the Champions League, and now that match has taken on a little extra significance after they lost to PSG. They've still beaten Leipzig, so they're in a good spot. But um, it's quite a short turnaround as well. And so even if players are starting, we don't know how long they're going to last into that. And, uh, no. and that's what makes it so difficult. Um, but it's the fix- It's probably the, the standout fixture, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Of Liverpool's it, it is definitely. So um, if you, um, you've got a bottle of champagne on ice and um, you're that type of manager, um, captain, a Man City player, and hope for the best and hope they start uh, so th- there are some other options hey do you remember Lukaku everyone was going mad about yeah. him a while ago but um, well, I hope me too yeah, yeah here, here he is in, in, in Belgium colours um, because he has uh, withdrawn from the squad Belgium with yeah. muscle fatigue and um, so I don't know whether that is uh, code for uh, he, with the clubs just resting him and he's, he's, he's going to be all fine for game week eight or whether it's a genuine fatigue and he may be rested or reduced minutes but I'd be I'd be surprised um I mean it's it's Brentford though um yeah well, I mean is, is Lukaku is say for example is he your vice captain this week well he is actually yeah. yeah I mean I haven't thought about it in any real detail at the moment in terms of the vice um the muscle fatigue's an interesting, wasn't it? Isn't it? I mean, I suggest people keep an eye on your uh, Neil's team news mm. towards the end of yeah. the week. Hopefully, Tuchel will be um, honest about that or open about it at least, and we'll know where we stand. It certainly doesn't sound too serious, does it? No. Um, on the face of it, I think Jota's had some uh, a, a muscle mention as well over the break as well. So it's just about let, let let's see what happens with that. But um, <laughs> I wish I wish managers would call it like that. Uh, you know, yeah, Jota is yeah, suffering yeah. from a muscle mention. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah I'm sure the muscle thing pops up with jokes. Yeah, it again, did, yeah. it's a lot. It's really, it's, it's really difficult to know what, what this means on the international break, and mm. it's probably Thursday, Friday, where we'll get to know a bit more. But Lukaku, it's five games without a goal now, I think, in um, all competitions for Chelsea. He did. He doesn't appear on that list that we no. um, we showed up earlier. Um, there's been some interesting articles running about um, Tuchel and is he getting the best out of him? And I think Conte had some comments on it as well. I'm not too worried about it. I think Lukaku will continue, you know, it'll get back on track soon. They've got great fixtures, mm. Chelsea. But this but this specific match is, it'll be a tough one. Brentford yeah. have been really impressive this year. Um, they do commit bodies forward. Liverpool hit three past them, didn't they? And could have had quite a few more the other week. Um, but they're still, a, they're still a decent team. Good, you know, good 3-5-2 formation, organised. Um, probably happy to own Lukaku this week um, with what's to come against Norwich the week after but I wouldn't wouldn't put the captaincy on them I don't think No Brentford are sort of mid-table in terms of the whipping boys in terms of expected goals conceded over the last four um, they were expected to concede about five and they've conceded five goals there um, that doesn't scream to me being hammered I, I suspect no. you know their defence will be breached it's possible Lukaku could get a return there but Unlike the Man City game against Burnley and unlike the Liverpool game against Watford, I can't see multiple goals in there. And if there are, 
maybe maybe there will be but it's not something that it just feels like a hammering to me yeah i think we always when the captaincy we go for that play with a big high ceiling don't yeah. we um and sometimes you get those fixtures where with lukaku you as an owner you'd probably say take a goal and maybe a bonus mm. point or something this week whereas with salah and certainly the city options you want in two attack of returns at least, aren't you? Um, yeah. To really make it worthwhile. That's my thinking anyway. Yeah, definitely. A slightly worse attack is actually Leicester. Um, so they're expected to concede just under six goals. Um, and there's seven. Uh, they've conceded seven. So it's marginally unlucky to concede seven. But nevertheless, they're, they're on paper a worse defence. Now, there could be some goals in this game. Manchester United yeah, against Leicester. So. so Vardy could be a good shout. And Ronaldo could be a good shout. Um, and Ronaldo's of course had his rest so I can't see that happening again considering Manchester United didn't win without him yes um, so yeah what do we think Ronaldo against Leicester this 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 game screams goals to me yeah Leicester look wobbly at the back um, they've conceded more shots in the box than any other side um, this season um, the XGC is a bit better I think that's kind of about 13th or 14th but there's they're struggling to get that partnership right. They've played with Soyuncu and Vestergaard so far, and it isn't quite clicking for them. Um, United as well, with their issues at the back, with Maguire out, mm. I think Varane's picked up a knock with yeah. France as well. So I, I think that backs up what, what you're saying, that this could be an open matchup. Um, I think if Iheanacho's fit as well, I think him and Vardy will cause quite a few problems for United. I don't see this. This isn't an easy game to call, though. I find it very difficult to... It could go either way. I mean, any game can go either way, mm. but this particularly feels like a match which um, I'm finding really hard to predict what the score will be. And that, that makes the captaincy quite a tough call with it because you just don't know which way it's going to go. Um, I could see either team winning this one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know which way to go, but Ronaldo is my vice-captain. Um, I have him at the yeah. moment. I, I will probably remove him for Lukaku game week nine against Norwich, but it's not game week nine we're talking about. It's game week eight. And on paper, I think Ronaldo has the better fixture. Um, and um, mm. so that might be of interest to those who aren't wildcarding, who um, you know think, do I keep Ronaldo for a while? Um, this, I think, is probably worth keeping. And I, I'm my vice captain, yeah, so if Salah doesn't show up, I'll happily hop on to Ronaldo for the captaincy. There, there are of course some other candidates. Now, I, I noticed on the thumbnail picture for the video, we've got Son on there, um, even yeah. though even though we're mentioning him far that far down. Um, <laughs> arguably, it should have been Salah um, or perhaps one of the Man City lads um and, but by the way some people mentioned Cancelo yes of course Cancelo is an option for the captaincy he has very high ceiling he could get clean sheet returns but will he start you tell me we don't know um so that, well, I, I can I think I can honestly say in my 11 or 12 years of mm. playing FPL I've never ever captained the defender and Trent came close mm. to yeah Trent came close. He asked a few questions last season. Um, I know quite a few people had a dabble with Duffy in that double game week a while ago. Yeah, yeah. So there is occasions, but it's just... um, I've only done it one one time before, Leighton Baines. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, he was kind of on another level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's not something I ever kind of really look at unless there is like a real standout captain at that. I mean, Cancelo, of course he could do. It's just always that fear that they're on for a clean sheet and then, you know, you give up a goal a couple of minutes to go and then that that's that 
four point, points taken away. But fair play if you do go for that. You know, yeah, you're more maverick than I am. Then so. um, I just want to answer someone in the chat. I think it's from Matthew Price. He says, "Joe, I can't believe you got Lukaku, Ronaldo, and Salah in the same team." I don't. I don't know where you got that no. opinion from. We, we, we're mentioning you were all... saying you were saying you were going to switch, didn't you? From the next game week, week nine, yeah, yeah. game week nine, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ronaldo to, to Lukaku. So perhaps that. But no, everyone we're mentioning here. I don't. We don't own them all. <laughs> but I wish we did. I wish we did. <laughs> but I, I, if you could if you can spare me another hundred million, then maybe I will own them all. Yeah. But until that yeah. time comes, um, I won't. So yeah, there's some other candidates. Um, we got Son in the thumbnail picture. Yeah. Son or Kane um, against Newcastle, and the reason I'm hesitant is not because I don't I don't doubt Son and I don't doubt the Newcastle defence, but they under new ownership and. I mean, this is and it's mega ownership. It's like we're going to get some mega stars in. They're playing. They're not just playing for like a new manager. They're playing definitely to stay in that team. And you, you're going to yeah. want to, aren't you? If you're some Maximum or if Callum Wilson's back, um, yeah. I, I just can't see this being a stroll for Spurs. What do you think? I mean, firstly, I love Son as an option. <laughs> you know, I bought, I bought him in. You know, I bought him in on my wild card last week, and um, I, I really like owning him. But yeah, there is that new ownership factor. Will Bruce be in charge? We don't know. Um, the suggestions are that he won't be. But if he is, is he going to feel like he needs to maybe adopt a more proactive approach in an attempt to entertain a little bit? Um, is he going to? Can he do that? I mean, I'm a Villa fan. I'm well aware of his. Uh, of what Bruce <laughs> Just thinking, Steve Bruce entertaining, and uh, um. yeah, yeah, exactly. But is he going to kind of? Are they going to be a little bit more on the front foot than normal? Which is, of course, going to be a good thing for Son if that happens, because a bit like Villa um, in the game week just gone, cash was pretty high and yeah. high for Villa as on the wing back system and there's a massive yeah. gap between him and Konza and Son just exploited it time and time again. Yeah. So that kind of thing it would be would be good for Spurs if they do have to play on the counter because yeah. they're so good with Kane dropping a bit deeper, playing those through balls which we saw so often last year. Yeah. Um I mean I, I, I like Son as an option this week um but I do get that I, I think they're valid points that you make about um the new ownership, sold out crowd, everybody wanting to impress um and you know spurs look better against villa but before that they didn't look great no um i think they're improving i think they look better in a 4-2-3-1 i think Ndombele's replaced um ali and they look better with, with that setup um as a son owner i'm happy to stick him in this week but i haven't actually considered captaining him no. but, um, um, um son's obviously on his travels like many players are with the international yeah. uh break but he plays on sunday so that I think we did. I think if he was playing on Saturday, I might think, oh, it could be a little bit tired because it's quiet. It's a, it's a lot of miles um, where he's playing. Um, but I think the Sunday, that should give him an extra day. And of course, he'll be on a plane with a massive four poster bed in it anyway. So it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. Um, it's not how we travel. <laughs> it's not how we travel. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. No. Um, yeah. Th- there are some other options for the captaincy for those that are even more maverick than betting mm-hmm. on Man City. Um uh, actually, Antonio against Everton, that feels quite a safe option, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, he hasn't been on international duty, Antonio, no. has he? Um, he they kind of came to an agreement with Jamaica so he wouldn't travel. And obviously that's great for mm. his owners as well, because you're always worrying about his hamstrings. Um, but Everton, are, Everton are looking pretty good this season under Benitez, I think. Mm. They're, they're pretty organised. Yeah. Um, I think Dinier might be out. I think he's had another international knock at it to the list. But... Um, 
yeah, it's it's not a game I'm looking to captain. I, okay. I do think Everton. I think Everton could make that difficult. But Antonio, he has been ticking over nicely, hasn't he? I know he blanked in the last week, but um, yeah, not something I've looked at for captaincy. Um, perhaps not Norwich on paper still the worst defence, although they have improved on the eye. <laughs> They're still conceding, mm. but Norman yeah, is yeah. doing well in midfield there, so yeah. they they appear to be better. But I don't think they are. <laughs> but anyway, Brighton rock up there. And Brighton riding high. Top four Brighton. Um, Neil Mopay, can I? Interesting. I was going to say, Joe, you're the best place to, to answer this. I mean, Mopay, Troissard probably after him? Mm-hmm. Or um, would you consider it? Okay, right. There's there's a scale of Maverick. <laughs> yeah. and, if you're, and, and, and if, you're, if you're Maverick, at the top of it is like Mara's captain. Yeah. Um, Torres' captain. <laughs> and then even beyond that... <laughs> is Trossard captain against Norwich against Salah. It comes back to the same thing. You're betting against Salah. If it was a week where Salah... I would say if it was a week where Salah was playing against Man City, we did that before and got a double-digit haul. But say Liverpool had a tougher fixture and and the captaincy was more open and there wasn't a real standout um, fixture, um, then I think a Brighton asset would be good for the captaincy. But I think in comparison to all other people we've been mentioning over the last half an hour... Um, I, 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 I'm aware I'm not going to convince anyone to captain Trossard or Hilmer Pay. But be, if you it, can't, nobody can. It, so. it, it, it would be one of those two, I think, yeah. with the captaincy. And I'm not even going to go near Shane Duffy, even to own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It's like that. Okay. No, good no, week to own. Good week to own the Brighton. A good. Very. Very. If you've got Brighton players yeah. anywhere, attack, defence, wherever. Great Stick week. Yeah. Great week. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. Um, anyone else? Anyone? Else? I think we mentioned everyone. We've really scraped the barrel, the Duffy barrel. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I know you mentioned him a few weeks ago, Joe, when he when he wasn't firing, but Aubameyang as well mm-hmm. on that Monday night fixture against yeah. Palace. I mean, again, it's again for exactly the same reasons that you just outlined. Then I'm not looking at him. I don't own mm. him. But just you know, Arsenal do seem to be mm. um, have turned a little bit of a corner. Yeah. Ten points in the last yeah. four games, and um, but Palace have improved too. Palace are looking okay, yeah. so uh, yeah, we should at least mention them. And uh, I suppose as well, we haven't mentioned players like Mane and Fernandez here as well, but only because we feel there are better options at yeah. those clubs at the moment yeah. in Salah and Ronaldo. Yeah. But of course, you can't write them up. Of course, they could do well, no. um, and we could probably pick out other players on that list. But I think we have covered off the the, the best yeah. and the not not so quite so good ones as well. So far. definitely, it's going to it's going to be a few weeks before we mention Manchester United again. I. Think think um but when we do i'm sure ronaldo will still be there but i think i think fernandez is 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 a realistic alternative manchester united captain and also rashford is going to come back but we've got a few weeks to find that out and that's a bit of future gazing there but looking for game week eight it's salah unless you are maverick in which case go for man city or neil mapay yeah um but um (laughs) tom uh whatever decision you come to uh good luck with your decision to captain salah i should say and uh (laughs) good luck with your salah captaincy brilliant thanks joe thanks for having me